0: If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join s Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for Lemonade Days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. s Bank, member FDIC. This is the Steelers standard on Steelers nation radio and podcast on Steelers.com
2: week three of the preseason started last night, actually with a couple of Thursday night football games. There's a ton of games on the slate tonight, Saturday and a couple games on Sunday. It all wraps up at Acroshore stadium with the lions and the Steelers doing battle at 4 30 PM. That will officially mark the end of the NFL preseason We like to do a thing on this show during the regular season called Fireside Friday. We like to light a little fireplace. It's been a while. We just, you know, things get a little chilly in the regular season. The dead of winter comes when you're in December, and it can get a little miserable. So we like to light an actual fire in the studio. I don't want you to think that this is like radio tricks or or stuff like that. This is an actual fire. We Have Have we done it in these new studios? Well, so that's what
1: I was going to point out is in these new studios, we don't have the sprinklers. So it's nice in case
2: something goes wrong. Oh, there's sprinklers in here, buddy. I'm looking at them right now. That thing's Is that a sprinkler? Oh, yeah. I, not only is it a sprinkler, I think it shoots out foam. Oh. Yeah, because you, you know don't want you you do know, do water though. ruins radio equipment. A little foam so. party. A little oh, foam, a fireside a... Friday foam party. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. And a we'll little frat wor- party Let's theme? put that in the hopper and we'll workshop that some more, but let's light the fire. I got the trash can with all the kindling in it right now. It's been I now, I put a little bit of gasoline on it. Just, I'm not starting a redneck fire here, but just a little bit just of gasoline go just to get it to start. Well, why don't you to go ahead and throw a match in there and let this thing light. See, that's why you use the gas. Oh, it just catches right away. It's great. I love it. It's marvelous. See, I'm sitting there at the campsite sometimes, like this summer, I was sitting there without any gasoline, and it just wouldn't light for me. All this wood, just, it would light for a little bit and then it would go dim. A little gasoline. Rednecks know what they're doing, man. Or or the two of us know what we're doing. Or the two of us know how to make a fire after all this time. It feels so good to be back in a fireside Friday. Let's dive in with the games that happened last night. You had the Chiefs playing the Packers, and you had the Texans playing the Niners. Now listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's a normal fireside Friday and really dive into this 17-10 victory from Kansas City or the shutout the Texans put on the, the Niners. But I said, we can give a nice little preview for the teams and what we expect from them. I mean, Chiefs-Packers, those are both contenders. Nailed on. You didn't see Mahomes. You didn't see Rodgers in this game. Mahomes played the first preseason game for Kansas City. He played a couple of snaps, and you didn't see from him at all since. Rodgers just said, I'm not playing a single snap this preseason. So he has uh, his first action will be week one for the Green Bay Packers. And what do you need to see from Rodgers at this point? You know what you're going to get, and at least he's been there and practicing with the team. But are these two teams that they're kind of, it's kind of an interesting dynamic between these two teams. Like they mirror each other a lot. Like they got rid of very significant skill position players and are hopeful that their quarterback will just elevate the guys that they brought in who aren't as good as Devontae Adams or Tyree kill. So very similar situations with these teams where on paper, their roster, no question took a step back, but I think everybody just kind of expects the Mahomes and the Rodgers to be that amazing deodorant that masks all their their deficiencies now, and even though you lose a Hill or a Devontae Adams, you're still going to have a great offense, and you're still going to be a Super Bowl contender.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of funny how we've spent a lot, people have been spending a lot more time talking about the Dolphins and the Raiders compared to the Packers and the Chiefs, given that the Packers and the Chiefs were both in the playoffs last year, the Packers- were the number one overall seed in the NFC last year? The Chiefs were one game away from the AFC ch- from the Super Bowl last year. They were in the AFC Championship game, but here we are. We're talking about the teams where their star players left for the Raiders, who were the away team in a wildcard game, which they lost, and the Dolphins, who didn't even make the playoffs last year. So yeah, I think it's a great point by you. I think I have a little more faith in the Chiefs than I do the Packers, though, in terms of being able to stabilize their success beyond Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams because the Chiefs actually went out and used a first-round pick, or or they weren't forced. Sorry. Everyone had the Packers with their two back-to-back first-round picks saying, you got to take at least one receiver here, right? They They chose the opposite. They went defense for both of those picks. And then they eventually took Christian Wofford in the second round. The Chiefs did something similar. A couple picks later, after the Steelers took George Pickens, they went out and got Sky Moore. But that was because everyone wasn't saying, oh, well, you got to go out, you got to get a receiver here because you're left with no one. That's not true. Before the draft, they went out and they signed Juju Smith-Schuster. They had Travis Kelsey already on the roster. They eventually stole away Marquez Valdez-Scantling from Green Bay, brought him onto their team. So... uh, Tom, I, I'm, I'm blanking on who the Packers receivers are beyond Christian Watford. but they still, have, Christian Watson, they still have Alan Lazard. I think Alan Lazard is still there. But the tight end, is it anyone Tanyan. significant? Robert Tanyan. Randall Cobb is still there. Mm. Oh, you know who else? They were on Sammy Watkins. That That's guy right. has been That's around right. for they a did long bring
0: in
2: time. Sammy Watkins. But I think we just – even though – both of these teams really should have picked, or well, the Chiefs couldn't because the Steelers picked him before they got to him. But the Packers should have the taken Packers had Three
1: chances they should have taken pickings. because they, I believe, they had the first pick or the second pick. Maybe not, but they had a pick. Their second round pick was before it was the very Steelers. Very early, it was like at the front. end it Was before the, the Steelers. Round, yeah. They
2: had three chances to take Pickens before the Steelers got to him. And I think the Chiefs would have taken him if the Steelers passed on him and. Pickens is going to be a star, I think, no matter what. But if you had paired him with Rodgers or Mahomes in his first season, I, sky would have been the limit for him for sure. Niners-Texans played last night. The Texans shut the Niners out 17-0. You did see a starting quarterback play in that game in Davis Mills. I thought Davis Mills was just the nobody until I filled in on the drive during training camp with Matt and Dale, and we were doing Mike Sando from the Athletics quarterback tiers. And when we got to Davis Mills, he was ahead of you know the Mitches, and I think he was even ahead of Tua at some point. or or he was ahead of someone like Tua, where you're a little surprised by it. And I said to them, I was like, why is Davis Mills ranked so high? And they got serious, and they were just like, oh, no, we think Davis Mills is a lot better than people think. And I was like, really? So it made me kind of reevaluate my stance on him. And, dude, I'm not going to lie, I watched some of this Texans and Niners game last night, and he wasn't amazing. He was 6 for 10 for 58 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Um, It's not the most amazing team around him, though. But they ran the ball 36 times, and they only threw the ball a total of 14. So they ran the ball a lot. But when he did pass the ball, he had NFL zip on that thing. And the touchdown pass that he threw, it's funny. He played the whole first half, and then Lovey Smith, the coach of the Texans, put him out there for the first series in the third quarter. All right. Just to see if he could get something going, get some confidence going before, you know, the regular season it's starts. How how they look. Look great, man. He him right down the field for a touchdown and the touchdown pass was a rocket into the end zone. I don't know how uh, good the Chris death- Moore.
1: I don't know how good the death players are in San Francisco, but you're still playing San Francisco, which is a top ten defense.
2: Absolutely. If not top five. Um yeah, but none of the defensive players that you really recognize played in that game, you're right. So it's not like you're you're going up against one of the best defenses in the NFL. But what do they say? Or what did Tunch always say? If you can't beat the stiffs, then you're a stiff. Davis Mills proved he ain't a stiff. He, I guess he so. hold out against this, but stiffs.
1: that's a great story, feel good story for Davis Mills. You want to bet that he's not going to be starting next year for the Houston Texans?
2: Oh yeah, they're going to go like two and fifteen, and they're going to pick. They're going to pick a quarter. Bryce Young right. or one of those, CJ Stroud or one of those big quarters. You
1: want to bet that the Texans probably won't more won't win more than four games this year? Yeah,
2: I'll take the under on that. They're that's what I'm be, saying. I think it's them, and. The Falcons are going to battle it out for really? the worst team in the NFL. I do. Mariota's a flash in the pan. He's looked good this preseason. Yeah, but moment. people when have the... said
1: Drake London has looked great.
2: That's great. What's a wide receiver going to do for the rest of that roster? Well, and is that you he... have a
1: wide receiver and a tight end. You have a decent running back in Corderell Patterson. If I had to just look at it right now.
2: And you have Marcus Mariota.
1: You got Marcus Mariota. That's a good point. If I had to guess right now, I would say maybe one of the New York teams. Maybe Chicago if Justin Fields doesn't work out.
2: Yeah, but Justin Fields is such a big factor in that. The Giants could be really bad this if, year. If, um, the Giants could be really If Zach bad. Wilson stays injured. Even if he doesn't. Who knows if he's even good anyway. Right, that's a good point. The Jets did a lot around the roster, though, that I think they'll be a decent lead. Yeah, people
1: team. were saying the Jets, alongside
2: the Ravens, have the two best yeah. drafts. So they did a decent amount of roster the Giants. You're right about the Giants. The Giants might be a bit. Well,
1: what's what's funny is that people were complimenting the Jets, whereas the Giants,
2: people were saying, "What are do you doing?" What are you doing? Trey Lance played a little bit in this Niners Texans game. He was 7-11. How did he look? seven for 11, 49 yards. He only averaged four point five yards per completion. He really wasn't pushing the ball down the field much. But we've seen him push the ball down the field. You know who else hasn't really pushed season.
1: the field, pushed the ball down the field too much, except for that final drive against. Uh, In that first half against uh, Jacksonville, Kenny, Kenny Pickett, I believe, had like a. Oh, sorry about that. It's my alarm going off. Uh, Kenny Pickett, I believe, had what in that first game? What like four yards per attempt through the air? Yeah, he
2: has not pushed the ball at all. So it's not. It's not a huge deal. No, and I was just saying, we saw in an earlier preseason game this year, Trey Lance hit a deep ball uh, like it was nothing. So he's definitely got the capability to do that. I would be very nervous. If I was a San Francisco 49er fan, though. Like, this is a very bold move. And I I think that it's getting more and more um, obvious how bold it is as we get closer to the season to pull the plug on Jimmy G and go to Trey Lance. Now, Hmm. sometimes it takes really bold moves like this to get you over that hump and get you into the land of the Super Bowl, a la Kansas City Chiefs Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes. However, Alex Smith never got his team as far as Jimmy G got his. Jimmy G was in the Super Bowl. Jimmy G was in the NFC Championship game for two of the past three years. And now you're making this switch to Trey Lance, who looks the part for sure, but you never really know until you actually start to see him play in actual games. I would be very, very nervous. I I mean, it worked like gangbusters for the Chiefs when they made this move and they switched to their rookie quarterback. I I don't know if that's just a guarantee that it's going to happen when it comes to Trey Lance and If they struggle offensively a little bit out the gate, it's going to be a really questioned decision when it comes to San Francisco. Yeah, but I feel like... Jimmy G's not playing, by the way, because shoulder injury. Right. So he hasn't practiced, he hasn't played. I don't even know if he showed up to the facility, to be honest with you.
1: If I were him, I would not.
2: What's the point, right?
1: I mean, I'm I'm not going to be played, but... Is there a is there a weird alternate universe where Trey Lance doesn't work out and the Niners just say well, we Back still have Jimmy G? G. I would, think would he
2: even agree to that? Kind of like the Deshaun Watson Baker Mayfield thing. It's kind of like, uh, well, how am I supposed to trust you that you're not just going to go out and draft another quarterback next year and do this whole song and dance over and over again? Man, what a you want to ta- We were talking about bust for Devin Bush in a
1: previous episode. Trey what, Lance. What a bust he would be if that if it did play out this you way. You trade up to get him as a top three, three pick and then you don't even play him in, in his rookie year, and then by his second year, he's essentially out of the
2: job. The one thing I will say, though, is Shanahan is such a good coach that he has to see something that makes him think this change is warranted. Like, I don't think Shanahan would be the kind of guy that's like, I'm changing for the sake of change because I picked this guy number three. Like, Shanahan doesn't need to pin his hopes to his high picked quarterback. He's been to the Super Bowl and two NFC Championship games, you know? Like, it's not like one of these moves where these young coaches are, or these coaches are struggling a bit, so they make the change to their guy in hopes to buy them at least another year and, and see how that plays out. Like, he doesn't need to do that. He's already he's a, his, his seat is as cold as any in the NFL, really. So there's no, like, threat of, I'm going to lose my job if I don't make this switch and get over the hump. They <laughs> Kind of bent over the hump. They just need to win that final Super Bowl, uh, that final game of the season and get that Lombardi trophy. But interesting uh, takes out there about cutdown day and keeping an eye on Jimmy G on the final cutdown day. I don't think the Niners should do that. I think you kind of just got to eat it. You would kind of shoot on yourself roster. in the foot. Yeah. Just let
1: any team go and get him, especially I, well, Seattle. I think
2: Seattle, that's the thing. I think Seattle would swoop in immediately, and, and I think he would want to go to Seattle because look at the weapons, look at the coach. Right. I mean – There's not another scenario out there where I think I could land, and and not to mention he'd be the starter. I mean, maybe not week one because it's so late in the process, and he'd have to learn a new offense. But as soon as he's up to speed, he's jumping in for Gino or Drew Locke. So like, there's no real competition in front of you either, which sure is something very inviting to Jimmy G. The the notion of no competition. Right. It's your job if you're there. Just as long as you get up to speed, it's your job.
1: Which I don't. It won't take him more than a couple of weeks to do so. Yeah. Two or three weeks.
2: So. I, I,
1: I think it'd be a really stupid move, and that's why I don't foresee it happening. If the Niners do cut Jimmy G, yeah, I don't think that. They I don't can think they're. It. I don't think Kyle Shanahan is that conceited. That closed-minded to just say well, I'm all in on Trey, forget Jimmy.
0: If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join s Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for Lemonade Days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC.
2: Four games on your docket tonight. Bills, Panthers, Seahawks, Cowboys. That one's on the NFL Network, so you can give it a nice little watch. Chargers, Saints, and the Patriots, and the Raiders. I don't know if you'll see many of the starters in any of these games. Um, I know you won't see Josh Allen in the Bills game. It was already determined that he was not going to play in that one. But the Panthers, who knows who you'll see at quarterback, but you do know who their starter is. They have named Baker Mayfield the week one starter at the position. Baker versus the Browns right out of the gate. I think Baker's going to make the Panthers a better team than they were last year. I think the biggest problem with the Panthers is health. Like, if they can stay healthy offensively, and if Moore and McCaffrey play 16 of the 17 games, they'll be a decent team that's going to make some noise and probably pull a couple upsets, get to six, seven wins, and and be on the rise, but... That's a really big if. That's a big especially ask. Especially for the McCaffrey part of that equation. Yeah, McCaffrey, who's played a total of 10 games
1: over the last two years. Say, out of nowhere, he's going to return to 16 games, 17 games this year. Ugh. And Matt there's a Rule, lot, there's
2: a lot, it's a good point. It's a lot of ifs in Carolina. And Matt Rule is probably the uh, coach right now in the NFL who I'm least impressed with. Now that Urban Meyer's gone, uh, I I just don't see anything in Matt Rule. I don't think he's, he's yeah, cut it's out kind for of this. disappointing. He was yeah. really good in ba- right at Baylor. And, yeah, maybe he he's just a college and, coach. You know, sometimes that you just happens, can't make the jump. Right? That happens. Hey, at least he didn't embarrass himself like another college another coach, college coach joke. from last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. exactly. At least he's he's a normal head coach, just not very good at it. Buffalo's the runaway favorite to win the Super Bowl this year, right? I mean, maybe not runaway, but at yeah, least, at least the favorite. Yeah, I wouldn't say runaway because
1: if Buffalo played in the NFC, I'd say Buffalo would be the runaway favorite to make it to the Super Bowl. But when you're in the AFC, I don't care if you're the first overall seed or the seventh seed, you're going to have a tough road to get to the Super Bowl if you're playing in the AFC, right? I mean, let's look at who they played last year. They, they played the Chiefs, and they lost – and then that team that they lost to lost at home to Cincinnati. So, right, you can't say just because you're a lower seed that you're you're a
2: schlub. You're, you're you're you can just be shrugged off. Everybody thought last year it was Bills Chiefs winner goes, and then lo and behold, Cincinnati's the team at the end. So it's it's such a great conference. And now
1: with. Russell Wilson in the fold in that in that conference. Chargers are
2: better. They're a playoff team for sure now in my mind. I just they would be. You say so. It would be chargering on you a new level so. if they don't make the playoffs. But health permitting, they're so loaded. It's so
1: like let me ask you this: Why is it that Justin Herbert gets all this vote of confidence for you, but Josh Allen, in his short time, made the playoffs? Before Justin Herbert did it. Are you about to tell me I don't think Josh... I think Josh Allen's the best quarterback in football right No, now. No, 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 And I think he's going to win the MVP this year. No, 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 no that's not. You're you're misreading what I'm trying to say. Well, I'm getting defensive. Josh Allen made it to the playoffs in his short time as a quarterback. He did. Uh, he, well, Joe Burrow made it to the playoffs in his short time as a starting quarterback. He did. I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes made it, right? In his, what, first year as a starter. Lamar Jackson made it in his first year as a starter. Baker Mayfield made it a couple years into his career. Why are we giving Justin Herbert the benefit of the doubt when he is yet to make the playoffs? You've seen him play,
2: first of all. That's my first answer. And second of all, I'm going to put the blame on the coach last year for not making the playoffs and some of the boneheaded things he did in that Raiders game. Kyler Murray made it to
1: the playoffs in his first two seasons. Or by by his second season. Hey, man,
2: it's been two years. It's not like Herbert's been seven years in the league and he still can't make the playoffs. And again, I'm telling you, last year... I put a lot more blame in Staley than I do Herbert and the Chargers players. He really horribly mismanaged that Raiders game, where they needed to win or at least tie to get into the playoffs. So I, I just I I don't know. I mean, I just think Justin Herbert looks like he's going to win a lot in the. So you're NFL. also saying you have more faith in Brand faith in Brandon Staley this year as well. I just think the team is so good that it's not going to matter. He he's not going to do any bonehead kind of mistakes. Whatever mistakes he will make will be... Overshadowed by 12 wins. Like, okay. I just think that that's going to be the case for, for the 12 Chargers. wins, though, it's a lot to ask for in the AFC, especially the AFC West. The Bills are the favorite, plus 600 to win the Super Bowl, followed by the Buccaneers, and then the Chiefs are the third favorite. So, I think Buffalo... Ah, man, being a Buffalo fan, it's very anticipation this year. and Right, a it's, lot of anxiety, it's pretty nerve-wracking. Sure, yes. Yeah. What if they got to the Super Bowl again and lost? You know the Corgi that picks games by shooting the yeah, ball he into just the thing. knocks it down the stairs yeah, like he picks the NHL games Sure, he, he picked the winners of each division doing that and then the winners of the playoff games doing that okay. and he came with the Bills and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl which would Weird. just be incredible horrible for Bills that. fans if they lose that one if they lose that one luckily the Corky's ball went into Buffalo's basket and the Bills got their first Super Bowl win but I love when a rivalry from the past crops up again like that. So if the Bills and the Cowboys are the two teams standing, that would be a sick Super Bowl.
1: How about last year when we were
2: saying how great would it be if it was 49ers-Bengals? Yeah, right? Because the only other time the Bengals have been to the Super Bowl was against the San Francisco 49ers. So. Would have been like a sneaky rivalry that no one really thought about, and then
1: that would have been only the second time in NFL history where two teams met in the Super Bowl at a minimum, at a minimum of three times. Right, it would have been Steelers Cowboys. S. The other being Steelers Cowboys, Bengals Niners. Except yeah. no one would ever think to compare
2: Bengals Niners to Steelers Cowboys. Speaking of the Cowboys, NFL Network tonight at eight PM they play against the Seahawks. Seattle is favored by or favored by, ugh. favorite retake it. It was it was bit. Seattle is favored by seven points in this game. Why that tells that? me no one's playing for yeah, Dallas. Probably. No Dak, no Zeke. But they Zeke. really have that much faith in the starters in Seattle? Let me ask you something about the Cowboys. Sure. Don't you think they should start Tony Pollard over Zeke? In this game?
1: Or in, in this season? season? Tony Pollard, I think, if, I think,
2: is a better running back right now well, than Zeke is.
1: Zeke, I've seen somewhere, other than last year, his numbers have gone down every single year of his career. Last year was the exception. Last year was the only year where he went in an uptick. And maybe, it not to say it's his fault, but considering his rookie year, where he ran for, what, over 1,600 yards, double-digit touchdowns, he had a great rookie year, but that's not something that every guy can produce every single year of his career. I think if he starts out the gate slow again, from what we've seen in Tony Tony Pollard the last two or some years, it's been pretty promising. No, Tony Pollard's a better running back. The only up. the only trepidation I have is that do we really think Tony Pollard is that great or is, is he really good as a second-string back? You're never going to know until you try. Yeah, sure. No, absolutely. But this year, again, as I said, every year except for last year, we saw Zeke Elliott's numbers go down. If he stumbles through the first half of the season – and you know he's not going to recreate that rookie year success that he had or even come close. Absolutely. Throw t- but here's the thing, Tom, is that they've, they've done that in the past, right? You don't see Tony Pollard as, like, the third down back or a guy who comes in for one series just because Zeke is tired. They've gone out there with Tony Pollard when they didn't have to. When Zeke was fully ready, fully healthy, and and fully rested for a game or whatever, whenever it was during a game, and they still chose Tony Pollard. So I don't expect them to shy away from that. It's just, I guess, a matter of when, but I think the bigger question is if.
2: Will they actually do it? I'm not sure. Chargers and Saints, Patriots and Raiders, those round out the games that are on the docket tonight, Friday. Um, nothing really in question for any of those four teams. You know who the quarterbacks are, you know who the main players are on the offensive side of the ball the Saints are just the one that I would point to and say let's see how it looks like in the Bruce Allen era now that Sean Payton's gone Drew Brees is gone that entire regime that was dominant for years in New Orleans is now gone so let's see how the 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 uh, Allen and Winston era is ushered in this year Saturday ton of games on the schedule on Saturday it starts with the Jags and the Falcons on NFL Network early Ugh, that's gross um, but, again, another game where you really know everything you need to know about both of those teams. You know who's going to start at quarterback. There's no real mystery when it comes to that. Uh, rams bengals little Super Bowl rematch in Cincinnati on Saturday night, 6 p.m. kickoff there. Did you see Aaron Donald in practice yesterday, the joint practice with I did, bengals.
1: and I did you see Richard Sherman's comments about it? No.
2: It brought up a great point,
1: saying, huh, who would have expected the two teams to face off against, the, against each other in the Super Bowl last year would have – an emotionless, yeah. an emotionless practice
2: the year following. Yeah, I don't know whose idea that was. That's an odd joint practice, really, to see the Rams and the Bengals, especially so fresh after the Rams took that. Like the Ram- You don't think there was some trash talk from the Rams being like, uh, Absolutely. Why do you like, think that hey, play I, probably happened? Being like, hey, I just worked you on that play like I worked you on this play in the Super Bowl. Remember when we got that ring that's over That's probably you?
1: what happened with Aaron Donald.
2: Aaron Donald's a bit of a hothead, though, and I love the guy pitman through and through best player in the nfl uh defensively no question arguably the goat defensively all time right now but he has a streak of letting his emotions get the best of him and doing some some dumb things on the field and i think it's funny that there is no possible way for the nfl to discipline him because it happened in a practice and the nfl leaves all disciplinary measures that happen in practices to the team to the team Oh, so it's Rams up to say, the Rams to sit him for the huh, Bills game week one. Hmm, Thursday Night about Football, Josh Allen. We don't need uh, Aaron Donald to help with the pass rush against Josh Allen. So we're going to go ahead and suspend our own guy for five games. But I think that's ridiculous. I think the NFL should step in and suspend him, honestly. I mean, if Garrett got suspended six games for doing basically the same thing, what's the difference if it's in a game where practice you're still dang- endangering the lives of of another player by swinging that projectile weapon like he did, so it's a little weird that the NFL is just like, oh, we don't have any jurisdiction there. You're the NFL. You have jurisdiction wherever you say wherever you, you want. Yeah. Right. So interesting to see that that's not going to shake out into any kind of punishment. Uh, Bears Browns uh, at Cleveland Stadium. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, I would assume, is not going to play in that game just because. If you get him hurt, you're down to Josh Dobbs for the first eleven games of the season, or you're forced into making a trade for someone like Jimmy G. So I would see George Kobe Brissett just taking it easy, and I wouldn't see Justin Fields playing in that game either. Uh Cardinals, Titans. eh, nothing really uh interesting in that game. Eagles, Dolphins, definitely some interest in the Dolphins. And I wonder if the Dolphins are gonna treat this like another dress rehearsal game to out there with I would put Tua and Tyreek out there for at least a couple of series. just I want as much time with those two together. And honestly, on the other side of the ball with the Eagles, too, I want Jalen working with Devonte and um, A.J. Brown in game situations sure. as much as I possibly can before it's a legit game situation. Absolutely. These are
1: two teams that made some of the biggest splashes in the offseason this year. You need that time, especially with quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts, like Tua, who have some question marks surrounding them as, are they really NFL-caliber quarterbacks? Now they have. I mean, J- Jalen Hurts had Devontae Smith last year. They didn't have. He didn't have Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown last year. Tua has had nobody come close to the talent that Tyreek Hill provides. So absolutely, you should. If you're the Eagles and the Dolphins, put your starter quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks out there, for as long as you can to get them as comfortable as
2: they can be with those talented wide receivers. 7 p.m. kickoff on Saturday is the Battle of the Beltway: the Commanders and the Ravens, Washington versus Baltimore. This is last chance saloon for Carson Wentz, right? If he doesn't do it in Washington, in Washington he's, he's just going to be done. a backup or just yeah. not even in the league anymore. So, Carson Wentz has a big year in front of him, which is uh, a shame because commanding the Commanders.
1: It's a, it's a shame because he was what two games away from winning NFL MVP, right? And that ever since they made one, pl- the e- he made the playoffs the very next year with
2: the Eagles. But ever since, he's not been the same. Well, here is the thing, too: if he didn't lose the game to Jacksonville, he'd be your starting Indianapolis Colts quarterback this year. Oh, for sure. Like I, he would have come back, and they would have built on him. So, but he Which made kind some, of weird he made some they, really big boneheaded plays last year for Andy.
1: No right. I mean, that shows you the confidence that the Colts organization had in both Frank Reich and Carson Wentz. They kept Frank Reich. They parted ways with Carson
2: Wentz after one year. Speaking of the Colts, they host the Buccaneers on Saturday night in their preseason finale. Tom Terrific is going to play in this game. The uh, the Buccaneers reported. Do you hear that the rumors as to why
1: he was he was missing for the past Wasn't ten or days? Wasn't it vacation? I heard that he was going to, and I guess it doesn't matter because it's pre-recorded. He was a featured contestant on the master. Singer. Yeah, he Singer. squashed
2: that. He said that's not the case. Oh, is that not yeah, the case? Well, that was something. Someone who was on The Mass Singer would squash that, though, and right. throw you off the set. Right, right, but right, right, right. I think he just wanted to get away with Giselle and the family. For, I have no idea. Like, just said Since he, Tom, you know, He's we knew he would be back. Here he is. Like, in his mind, he thinks he's playing until mid-February because he's going to the Super Bowl, and he's winning yeah, the Yeah, so maybe Bowl. he's just trying to give his yeah, body so as much rest like, as possible. so he's just like that, and it's just like, I'm committing to the team for the next five months. I'm going to spend two weeks with my family in Turks and Caicos and have a lot of fun. And sure. By the way, I didn't forget how to throw the football. So, don't. I was saying this, though. Sorry, uh, Antonio Brown. I was saying this yesterday to somebody, though. I was like, you can do whatever you want if you're Tom Brady. I would thank the Lord every day you just showed up in the facility right. wearing my colors. Like it's. You could be... A fan of
1: any one of the 32 NFL teams If you have Tom Brady You should never complain can About He do whatever anything. he wants He doesn't you have to practice You shouldn't complain About anything ever you can If just you have show Tom Show up Brady to the stadium On Sundays and
2: play And that's all that that's matters That's it Right. A Vikings-Broncos round out The uh, Saturday night Schedule 9pm On NFL Network Giants and Jets Do a little battle In New York On Sunday at 1pm Before handing it off To the Steelers the, and last the pre- I didn't realize that It was the, the last, last preseason, preseason game, game buddy of the, the We wrap season. it all up Wrap it all up and hand the baton off to Buffalo and LA. Is it worth making a pick here? Yeah, I'll make a pick here. Uh, The line right now is
1: set as Steelers four and a half. I'll go Steelers cover that spread because I think the
2: Steelers. Although both teams are going to play their starters in the first half, but I like the Steelers starters more than I do the Lions. Well, not just that, I think that no Jared Goff is going to have that Lions first team offense stutter a little bit. And I think the Steelers will put up some points with their quarterbacks. Even when it's Mason in the second half, he's gonna wanna ball out. I mean Which he the, has done. The eyes on the other sideline might be watching. So it's he might point. he might wanna put on a nice little showcase there. So I, I'll take the Steelers given the points. It's a good to point. Cover the spread. Yeah, I, I will do the I'll same. go over too. Over thirty nine. I think the Steelers well, trying to know. Did I'll, they
1: cover that? Would they have covered, they covered that? Covered it against week?
2: Seattle. They did not cover the over against Jackson. Right. I, I believe it was 16-15 final. Seattle hit the over in like the first half. So maybe you'll we'll see a little bit more of that. Lions, we saw what the run— It'll be cool to see what the Steelers do against the run in the first half in this game with the starters out there because the Lions destroyed them on the ground in the tie last year, and it's the same running backs this year that did that. Yeah, so. but it's a different defensive line. Exactly. So I want to see some marked improvement from the D-line as they play yeah. the Lions starters. They'll run the ball a lot with what David Blah running the offense, right. so they're going to they're gonna be running heavy uh, to start that game. Let's see what the Steelers' defense can do. All goes down Sunday, 4.30 p.m. at Acroshore Stadium. It is the last of the fake games, and then we start to get to the real thing. We are so close to the right regular there. season. You can taste it. This was a fun Fireside Friday. I it's enjoy, just good to be back to the I enjoy the fire warming Fridays me up. Right. Yes. We'll, we Even look, though it's like 80 degrees outside, I always nope. welcome a Fireside Friday. Get some marshmallows. It's great. We'll look forward to doing that each Friday as we work our way through the regular season. He's Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Offerman. As always, appreciate you guys giving us a listen. If you missed any of our earlier episodes today or this week, just go to Steelers.com, find them on the podcast page, Apple Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Steelers Standard. We'll be back again next week, recapping the Lions game and talking about that final cutdown day. So we'll talk to you guys then on the Steelers Standard.
0: If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join s Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for Lemonade Days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. s Bank, member FDIC.